to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Welcome to the Portaway Podcast, Showtime, and with two T's. We ain't playing around today. We getting right to it. Is Keith Thurman in your top five in the 147? Hell no. He's not in the top no. five in your one? And I haven't even thought about this. Uh, <laughs> Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. Even though. Ooh, Ed Boots. Uh, yeah. Uh, Stan Onis. Ooh, hold on. I'm trying to think of somebody else to put ahead of him. Yeah. Just going to put somebody ahead of him. It's getting tricky. It's getting tricky. Mario Barrios. Mario Barrios. You just going to put... No, I just need help. Mario Barrios. So now... I don't care. I don't care. Keith is in... I don't care what you did five years ago. Ant with two Ts. Keith is in Ant's top five because he didn't realize that Mario Barrios lost to Keith to Keith Thurman. That don't matter He has Mario as his number five. Which means you just have to flip flop that. It's just the way of the world. You okay, know? So okay, keep okay. Keep your top five. Okay, listen. You want to talk about all time heavyweights in the last ten years? I got you over Keith. You want me to put Keith oh, above oh. you? You want to put Keith above you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want to put Keith? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, because you said top heavyweights, all right? Oh, oh, well, welterweights for the last right? 10, 10, 20. Oh, that, uh, I got you over Keith. Listen, that's <laughs> different. Oh, no, not. That's different. The difference is that's the overall the overall body of work. That was, that was both two close fights. <laughs> but so shout out to Keith Thurman, man. I, we were talking about Keith just before the show started, yeah. so I said, "Boom!" That's just where we're gonna start. We kind of wanted to look at the one forty seven pound division. Uh, take a look at uh, Alexis Rocha losing last night. But losing. Um, <laughs> I didn't know much about uh, Giovanni. Uh, Damn, what's Giovanni? Uh, Stenny on. Uh, on. Uh, I didn't know much about him going into the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, both those guys have the exact same style. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was just kind of crazy. It was like the mirroring image, and it was like either you move fast or your image in the mirror gonna move fast. And in that case, I think a lot of people didn't expect Giovanni to come as hard as he came yeah. and con- and to continue to just pour it on. The way that he continued to pour it on all night on Alexis Rocha, and that just changes the one forty seven pound uh, division. I think I mean? Alexis Rocha was the one contender for something. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, I mean he got hit with some power shots, took him. Yeah. Was bleeding in the second round. I think nose yeah. leaking. Yeah. My man was on a mission, and Alexis Rocha just ran into. It. Sometimes people just got your number, and that dude, it's like, obviously Alexis was the A side. You were on another network. He's coming over from my man's over. From, he's a top ranked fighter yeah. fighting on the zone. Oh, yeah. Golden Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He came over and get it done. You know, usually when something like that happens, it's a rematch. Yeah, there's no need for a rematch. No need, no need. And I think if anything, we can truly see where we thought Alexis Rocha was one of the the top young guys mm-hmm. in the in the division. And again, I have to say that those guys have the exact same style. If you don't agree with me, well. I'm sorry, you don't agree with me. I'm looking at the same fighter, uh-huh. and I'm just looking at one fighter be, beat the other fighter at his game. And so it was like we saw last night. We saw, I think we saw holes that we had not that we didn't know Alexis had, and it took someone having the same pressure, relentless style to expose those those weaknesses. And it's like overnight where this guy is ranked as high as maybe definitely in the top five. 
mm-hmm. um, in, in the What's Way division, all of a sudden he's out of there. And I really feel like you got to put Giovanni in there now because he's a bigger version of Alexis Rocha. That's why the breakdown happened the way that it happened. And that's why the fight went, went the way that it went. Giovanni's a little bit bigger than Alexis Rocha and a little bit stronger, a little, little older, a little, little more seasoned. And if anything, you say, you know, he's the old dog at that trick right there that, that both guys have, you know? So in the rankings, when the W, and what, I don't understand rankings. Like, I seen you lose one, lose against Earl Smith or Thurman, and they dropped you out of the top 10 on one ranking. It was when I lost to um, Kale Brook. When I, I, I dropped out of the IVF <laughs> completely. It was like I was never there. <laughs> that was... Yeah. How's that even work? You just did everything you're supposed to do to honor... The funny thing is, in the moment, I didn't care. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't care. My dad was pissed. My I was dad, pissed. My dad calling people. He 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 trying to really... Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, this law process going. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here like... It is what it is. <laughs> I don't care, but dad. It's all good. At the la- la- before last night, WBO, uh, Terrence Crawford obviously got that. Shout out TC. Uh, Alexis Rocha was number one contender. Was number one mm-hmm. in the rankings, and mm-hmm. uh, Giovanni was five, so that definitely moves him up past a couple people. But so it's uh, you only get a lot of shots. I was thinking about this the other day, Sean. Boxing, you get two shots at a championship, and I would say that's a title eliminator, and that's also a, t- a shot at the belt. You only get two shots at that in your career. In your whole career, you don't. People usually don't get more than that. It's just you the exception. Goes. A couple of the guys. Yeah, you got multiple chances. Yeah, but you knew what you was gonna get from Sean Porter. Yeah. But and, and real quick, uh-huh. Virgil Ortiz. You forgot about Virgil. No, but, don't say it because I, I, I was gonna bring it back. He, but he ain't been active, y'all. Nah, so nah, so don't it. even come at nah, him like that, nah, Virgil. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to do that, we can we can do that. Okay, uh, Villa, Cody Crowley. I mean, you Co- gotta Cody, Cody Crowley retired yesterday. Did uh. I think he was mad he went to the fights and they wouldn't let him in off his name, Coley Crowley. Oh, what fights? The the zone fights? Yeah, in LA. Oh, he tweeted something? Yeah. Oh, here, we'll leave that alone. Cody yeah. is my guy, so I know he yeah. ain't going to. Because he's no one contender for He ain't going to let that stop him. He ain't no, gonna no, no. Coley Crowley got to keep fighting, man. Uh, I mean, if you look at it on paper, obviously we can get, get a couple people. Yeah. Shout out to Keith Thurman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at like how it's a little bit different depending on what the, the what what belt it is, and if y'all don't know by now, you can't be ranked the same in every weight in every division because if you are and you're only fighting for the WBs the one of the belts I ain't even gonna say the belts names but you fighting for one of the belts those other belts they don't get seen and they don't make money so what their thing is is we'll bump somebody else up that we know is going to be seen either fighting for our title or has our title and that's how we make money you know so right. whenever you're looking at it, he's like this don't make sense all the way across the board it should be one two three four because this is the numbers this is what we see in our, sense, right? in our face <laughs> why isn't it that well because that would stop the money from circulating the way that it does oops i said it Hey, shout, shout out to WBC. Guess who they got ranked in the coming in number five, number fifth? No, you're not. Uh, hey, shout out. They just dropped. Keith hey, Th- why? Why? Like, why, why would why would they put you in? It, it, this is if the, you come out of retirement, you would go in. This is the interesting thing, though. 
I'm retired and I'm happily retired. But, but you're competitive. I get hurt when I don't see my name on the TV. I get hurt. Uh, the I said, hey, they, but they ain't got me ranked? She said, no. I was like, they dropped Keith Thurman out. Guess who they replaced Keith Thurman with? Past opponent of yours. Danny. Nope. Adrian Broner. Oh. Who? <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> they, they doing it. Whoever did it, they did it. Yeah, well. so. Shout out to Boxing 147. Uh, still hot. To, uh, to your point, though, yes. you said you only get one or two shots. I get most shots. most yeah. times you only get one or two shots. Um, I I I always believe that it's really, and I always like to say that I don't excuse losing, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not how it's not that you lost, it's how you lost. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I said I wanted to talk about this. We're gonna be really brief with, with it today because I don't really know the story, mm-hmm. but I do know. One side of this, one side of this story with De- Devin Haney, oh. apparently his dad paid to get a loss taken off of his record or something like that. But to that point, if that loss is there, does he end up in this position? Yeah, uh, I don't think it. I don't, I don't think the so. The talent either. is who he is. Yeah, and shout out to the source. It all leads back to Rolly Romero. So <laughs> take that from where you want it. Yeah, uh, should I roll in today? Uh, we, we need to have him on. It's been yeah, a while. We yeah, need that energy. Yeah, yeah, we got to bring him in. Uh, but at the end of the day, his talent is what it is. Look at look at uh, Lomachenko. I had an argument. This is why I brought it up. Because uh-huh. I had an argument with somebody, to your point. And then said one or the two complete losses. opposites. Yeah, one or two losses and you don't get that shot again. And uh, he not the supposed to be there. Lost. He lost. He not supposed to be. I'm like, come on, man. Like, we nobody saw the fight. Nobody knows if that was a hometown decision. You know what I mean? Like, there's... There's lost archivage of, mm-hmm. of what happened. But what we do know is apparently that was bought off. If it wasn't bought off, does he end up in this position? I say he does because of the talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to your point, man, people, I just think that y'all care too much about the numbers. Yeah, shout, shout out to people just, you know, that, that, sometimes people, I, feel, I swear I'm cool with Keith Thurman than you. I'm at a dude house. He knows me. Boom, boom. Went straight in the box. I'm walking up the dude's stairs. He's behind me. And Sean Porter won that Keith Thurman fight. <laughs> what, I got three losses on my record? Uh, four. Four? I got four losses? Uh, Kel, Dan, Kel, Keith, Earl, Terrence. Damn. By the way, on the TV is the uh, tweet that Pro Gray um, brought oh. up that kind of resurfaced that whole allegation. Yes. If y'all, ever, did y'all, if y'all could hear that voice, that's the voice of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but I mean, even with that, like I got four losses on my record. Keith Thurman has one loss on his record. Mm. Ah, yeah. If you just think about those, I made it to the I made it to the finish line. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, or where my finish line was. You mm-hmm. know, and and all the while he's like really struggling now to even be ranked in the top five in some people's minds. And of course, you know, when you analyze the fact that he's inactive, which is more than likely why he's not a top five fighter with virtually any of the belts. I don't know if he is or not, but he sh- I think he should be, mm-hmm. even with as inactive as he is because he does still command money. Mm-hmm. Whatever he don't command with his inactivity, he going to command with his presence, mm-hmm. with his record, and with his with the body work that he has accumulated over the years prior to you know him being out of the ring. All that being said, he got Stanionis coming up, it sounds like. Yeah, because Keith Thurman between 2012 and 2019 is a problem. Mm-hmm. This is one of the best to ever do it at welterweight, Sean. 
Can you say that? The best of ever? Yes. In matter, matter of fact, I got an argument with somebody and, you know, I kind of let it go. We was back in Nebraska, you know, somebody was going tripping. <laughs> and I kind of let it go because I seen where it was going to go because I was getting mad. Yeah. To say Earl Spence is like terrible and he's not one of the, he's one of the best welterweights, not top 10, but top 25 welterweights of all time, it's crazy. Look at my man body at work before the Terrence Crawford fight. Yeah. Terrence Crawford's just that damn good, but before the Terrence Crawford fight, fight, you can't take away from my man bodies at work. All the champions he beat, yeah. the way he beat people, he was a great fighter. I like to talk generations. I mean, Me I, too, I don't Sean. go back I say what even. I seen yeah. because I, don't know. I can't I just, talk about my granddaddy talk about Yeah, I just don't know it that way. I know a lot of people have watched so many different fights mm -hmm. and have read so many different books that they feel that they can talk about it, but the, the bottom line is... The old school had a way of fighting, a mentality, a mental way of fighting, and the list goes on. And it's like things have just changed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Them guys used to, as we say, get it in the mud, really get in the mud. We get in the mud now, but then we go and we lay in a, in a nice little bed. We go and get in the mud now, then we go and get in a um, hyperbaric chamber. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like our recovery and the way we do things now, our, our nutrition and things like that. It's completely different. And so for that, for that matter, I just like to keep the generation separate. Yeah. They wasn't pivoting the way we pivot now. They wasn't yeah. catching shots and doing all the stuff that we do now. They just did not learn it and did not know how to do it. You know what I mean? That's why over the years things change and progress and get better. And so you can't really say whether or not Arrow is a great of all time, but you can certainly say without a doubt. He's top two of his generation, if not three, if you put me in that conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but for people, yeah, for people to, to dismiss everything that he's done based on one fight is wrong. If you take, I honestly, you know, people might, whatever it is, what it is, I'll take our top four from this generation, which I'll put Earl Spence, Sean Porter, Crawford, and Thurman. And I'll go back and and take on your best four from uh, the uh, 80s. Uh, Put your four up in the welterweight. Uh, let's do it. Uh, uh, let's do it, baby. I'll be down. I'll be down. And I want to say something hot take, but then I know my man, you know, my man uh, Andy will don't break it down. Then I'm going to have Floyd on my ass. So I ain't going to say it. Nah, go, oh, nah. yeah, because you didn't include Floyd or what? <laughs> nah, because I feel like y'all can compete in that era yeah. where I may second guess Floyd mm. can be able to compete in the 80s. Mm. I don't know. That man. damn defense is so good, but yeah, Pretty know. Boy Floyd, yes. That's what I was just thinking. Pretty yeah, yeah. Pretty Boy Floyd, yeah. That's Money Money Mayweather was a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he broke the he he robbed the bank. Yeah. Couple times. Yeah, I wish you was I wish you would change your Couple name to, to 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 bank robber Tony. Bank, bank robber. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have nothing for Porter. I had nothing for Porter. Started robbing him at the end, y'all. Floyd stuck him off about he stuck him off about three hundred million, half a half a million. Did you like what you saw from Giovanni? Yeah, 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 yeah. Power and Robert Garcia. Shout out to the Garcia family. You know we got all respect for them, them guys over there. But Robert Garcia gonna get you right. Yeah, yeah. One thing about Robert Garcia, yeah. you know. Generations and generations have been a former fighter, great trainer. I feel trainer. like he kind of cooled, like his name as a whole kind of cooled off. Yeah. For maybe a year or two. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think the. Seeing the way he put, they Mikey. put it down last night was great. Yeah, yeah. You know, Robert has a factory over there down in, I think they're in Riverside now. Uh, but uh, 
No, nah, I was I was impressed. The power was the difference maker to me. Yeah, because they both was coming, but it was just the shots he was hitting them with just was affecting. When he hit him with that uppercut, he just dropped to his knees. The uppercut I was said, beautiful. man. Only time I see people do stuff like that is uh, Tank Davis. <laughs> Make you just buy down to me, boy. They but, got him at five eight. You talking about? Oh, you talking about the yeah? Giovanni? They got him at five eight. He looked a, a little bit taller mm-hmm. than that to me. Um, I know uh, TV has as size to you. Yeah, uh, I get you get that all the time. All the time. <laughs> talking about, oh, I thought you was gonna be taller than this. Like, no, nah, I'm not. So what? Both of them with southpaws too. I was like, yo, this was just yeah. looking at the same fight. You know? I thought I, I feel like Giovanni got started faster than 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 Alexis and it just the fight went the way that it went. Mm. I also think that that fight is gonna look that way every single time because mm. you, Alexis don't really have adjustments. You know what I mean? He don't I didn't see Yeah, I'm trying to think what he could do through the fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep coming. Yeah. Eventually somebody gonna break and, and that was certain things like like my dad would try to get me to counter punch. Uh-huh. And I, I tried to explain my 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 um my uh rhythm does not work on catching and punching, catching and punching, or slip slipping. What punching, about what Ugas? You did punching. a little bit. But it was bait, but I need my okay, I need my aggression. I need to start uh, first. I can start uh, first, start first, uh, and then I can pull back and go. Uh, and then I can catch and go. Uh, but it's I got to get the the engine running, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things like you can't you could say that well maybe he could catch and counter if he could mm. counter quickly, maybe that would have worked out for him and that's just not his rhythm, that's not his style. So it wasn't going to work out for him. Listen y'all, we got a we got a great what I consider to be a special guest coming to the Portaway podcast, not a boxer, which y'all shouldn't be surprised to at this yeah. point. But um an iconic uh, 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 combat artist. Yeah, and less. Welcome to the port. You got something you want to say? No, nah, I just want to say he's you know you know growing up watching wrestling. I just got scared looking at him. Yeah, yeah. Growing I can't up, look at him. Growing up <laughs> watching wrestling, one of his moves is one of the ones you always did on your brother or sister. I still put people <laughs> in the ankle lock. <laughs> Welcome to the Portaway Podcast, Ken Shamrock, one of the baddest men on the planet in a lifetime. Welcome yeah. to the Portaway Podcast, sir. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you, sir. You got some some great things going on. Uh, I the first thing I thought of is why I don't want to really just you're doing bare knuckle now. You just started a bare knuckle promotional company. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I started up back in 2019, where I got kind of to the end of my career. Um, I loved it so much, I never wanted to leave, but I want to stay a part of it. So decided I'd be a promoter and uh, put a fight. And uh, start putting fights together and and staying involved uh, outside the ring instead of inside the ring. But I didn't want to just put on anything. I also wanted to do the same thing I did when I was fighting. I wanted to be the best at it. So I had to really dig down into my experiences as a fighter on how I could make a promotion even better than what's out there. And so I came up with some rule sets to try to to try to change it a little bit, make it more uh, fun for the fans and more exciting for the fighters. And, so we decided first thing was to take out the ropes and cages because I felt like um, it was too easy for guys to kind of back up and lay on or use as a weapon to bounce off of. And uh, so I figured take that out, force the action uh, in the middle of the ring instead of uh, laying on a rope or a cage. Next thing was the clinching. Um, clinching was always the most boring thing in a stand-up fight. Felt like it, it, it was a cheat code. You know, you get guys that throw a one-two and they grab you, don't give you a chance to counter. 
So we took that out. And then, of course, you know, um, two bare knuckle, no tape on the hands whatsoever. Ooh. Of course, guys, you have to be more accurate because if you miss, you'll break your hand. So, Ooh. and you have to lessen the power because you can't swing for the fences because your chances of missing are very high. So you have to kind of take down the power a little bit and focus more on accuracy, footwork, and speed. So I felt when we did that, we did our first show back in 2019. It was unbelievable. It was exciting. It was fun. Uh, a lot of the fighters raved about uh, how exciting it was for them to actually go in and fight and not have guys grabbing on them or holding them or, you know, backing up into the fence and you had to chase them. So uh, it was fun. Like I said, the very first one in 2019 was fun. We got something. COVID hit, slowed everything down. Um, now we're back out of it. We got an opportunity to kind of relaunch again. Uh, we're doing it at the UNF on October 27th um, in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it's, uh, you know, one week away or less than a week away. We're excited. In fact, I leave tomorrow. I jump on a plane tomorrow to go in and do some last-minute promoting. But, yeah, everything is great, man. And, uh, again, I just want to really um, – Appreciate you guys having me on and allowing me to talk about it. Thank you. No, 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 no. Listen, um, I always note things that are said, and I gotta, add, I gotta, I have to say this, man. <laughs> no, because what the hell you mean in 2019? You was at the end of your career. You was at the end of your career in <laughs> in 2000 and in, in, in 2009. You had seven careers, man. Why did yeah. you keep, why, like, how could you and why did you keep going? I mean, you look fantastic even now. What is it about the fight game that you love so much? Yeah, you know, my my background, you know, as a kid, if anybody knows where I came from, I, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. In fact, I went through the system. I got adopted by a group homeowner at 18 years old. So I was in and out of juvenile hall in placements. I think I went to six, five or six different group homes. Um, so I, I really didn't have anything growing up, but when I finally did, it was through sports. That's what saved my life. It was fighting. And so, uh, as I got older, it never changed. It was always my DNA It's always what made me breathe and what made me get up in the morning, what made me uh, live and, and be excited about living. Uh, once that started to come to an end, I had to figure out what my identity was or who was I going to be? After fighting, because that's all I ever knew, even as a kid, mm -hmm. I wasn't fighting for money, but I was fighting for survival. So everything about me has been about fighting for wow. something. <laughs> and I need to find that something to fight for again. And um, I got into the promoting. And for me, I'm fighting to be the best. I'm fighting to put on great promotions. I'm fighting for guys to be able to find that, that dream that I found and give them life. Not a lot of fighters, my fault. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of fighters come from... A world where they don't have a glove on, a world where they don't have tape on, and all these other things that we consider to be uh, safety measures. You know what I mean? <laughs> where are you going to find these fighters that will be fighting in the in the valor knuckle boxing? Yeah, it's it's funny you bring up safety because I fought almost on in every situation. Um, no rules, bare knuckle, anything goes. I fought with gloves on, sixteen, eight, four ounce um, tape, no tape. And when I when they first put gloves on UFC fighters, um, Tank was the first one to wear one. And they put it on and said that they were doing it because they wanted to try to protect and make it safer. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, that sounds cool. Six months into it, I went, that's a lie. They weren't there to protect the head. They were there to protect the hand. It has mm -hmm. nothing to do with the guy getting hit. It has everything to do with the guy doing the punching. Mm -hmm. They want their hands protected so the guy continue to keep fighting. Mm -hmm. So I just thought to myself, you know, um, 
I've never, in my experience, again, I grew up fighting on the street. Um, I did some bare knuckle stuff. And so I understand the difference between gloves and no gloves. And I, I thought to myself, when you first watch a bare knuckle fight, it's, 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 unless you're a, a fight fan, most people, it's hard to see because the blood, the cuts, the broken hands, the broken noses, it's immediately you see that damage. But the, the difference between a glove is, is that you don't see the subtle damage being done to your brain. Yeah. And when you see guys that have had 20 year careers yeah. in boxing, uh, most of them have speech impediments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the amount of damage. And it's not necessarily from the fight, yeah. but all the training you put right. in to do the fight. And so you're getting hit in the head thousands of times, as opposed to when you're doing bare knuckle, you can't spar bare knuckle. A lot mm-hmm. of your training is with double end bags, mm-hmm. speed bags, footwork, a lot of stuff that helps you get in position to land your punches. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just to me understanding everything that I know, I would, I would definitely do bare knuckle for a career before I would put a 16 ounce or an eight ounce glove on my hand and go do all that training, prepare for a boxing match, wow. because I know the damage that my brain's taking through that career. Wow. Yeah. And where are you, where are you getting some of these fighters from that'll be fighting in the uh, VBF, B, BBK? Yeah, you know, I've, I've targeted, and we're, again, we take them from MMA, we take them from hockey. Oh, <laughs> we, wow. We take, <laughs> take, them, take them from boxing, but really my focus is we're looking at the boxing arena, because... I think boxing has got this 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 space there now that needs to be uh, get a shot in the arm mm. um, because of the way the combat sports are going now. And so we've kind of built our organization other than the ropes, no ropes and no cages and obviously no gloves and no tape. But we we don't want the clinching and we don't want all that stuff on there. We want strictly boxing skills. And I think right now you're going to start seeing a lot of boxers, especially as the, the pay goes up, as this gets more popular you'll start seeing a transition because fighters are fighters and they'll fight whenever they get paid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what you're doing this, is there any unique things that rules, ring sizes, rounds, rules that is unique just for bare knuckle compared to all the other ones? It is. Um, you know, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. I'm breaking down a little bit more is that Early in my career, like I said, I had a lot of experience going through, you know, my career. And then when I got to the end, I looked back on it if I was going to do this promotion. And I wanted to take from what the media was saying and the fans were saying and the fighters were saying and try to implement something that would be different Mm -hmm. on a different level. And it would force the fights, you know, more fighting action. And the visibility of the the fights were the first thing that came to mind because I remember a lot of people – we're always screaming, stand them up because they couldn't see them. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they're on the ground and there's ropes and cages and whatever <laughs> yeah. they were fighting in and trying to look around it. They got yeah. the best seats on the floor, but they can't see. And so I thought to myself, take those down because in mm. my mind, I'm thinking, I've never had to stay in the middle of the ring to fight. So I don't, ropes and cages have never kept me inside there mm. or kept me from going out of bounds Smart. because mm. I'm always engaging. I'm always fighting. Smart, yeah. So I figured, let's just take those down. Now it was risky. Because you don't know how everybody else is going to do, right? Sure, of course. But when we did that, we did the first fight. It was unbelievable on how fast it was. And the people on the outside, I mean, they're, they're, what they were saying was like, man, we've never watched fights like this before. There was nothing in our way. It was like it was right in our laps. And wow. so that was the first one and to be much different than anybody else. But the next part of it, too, was 
no clinching. I mean, a lot of the other organizations, I don't have a problem with it. I think people got their own vision and then what they want to do. But I hate it when someone grabs onto somebody and they punch them. Mm -hmm. uh, the dirty boxing, I guess they call it, where they grab them and they grab their head and they start punching them. And I'm like, to me, man, it's just not, it just doesn't look clean to me. I yeah. want guys to stand there with the footwork, with the jabs, right hands, crosses, uppercuts, double jabs, whatever it is, and get that boxing where it looks good. It doesn't look sloppy. Um, and so we did that. We wanted to make sure that we we kind of stayed true to boxing. And so it looks like boxing yeah. and not like a wrestling match that's throwing punches. Yeah. And so we've done that. And that's been very receptive to a lot of fighters. I think most of them really like that part where they can let their hands go and not worry about somebody trying to grab them. And the next thing was the clinch. I mean, you look at the clinch that that I mean, it's horrible when you get a guy that throws a, a, a three or four punch combination, you got him hurt. And the guy knows immediately all he's got to do is grab you. So he gets to you know, get his get his bearings back. Referee backs him up, backs ready, starts jumping around trying to recover. To me, that's like that's not fighting. That's a cheat code. And so we take that out. And then, of course, the pureness of uh, the, the striking. Um, like I said, I've always said that putting a glove on somebody is not pure God-given talent. Obviously, if you're a boxer, I believe that's pure God-given talent in boxing. But in bare knuckle, it is truly no tape. I don't understand when you say bare knuckle and you got tape all the way up to the knuckles. I'm like, that's not bare knuckle. Bare knuckle is literally bare knuckle. No yeah. tape on the hands. And so those are the three, I think, glaring things that are very, very, uh, I guess you could see. Uh, understanding it is there's no clinching, no tape on the hands. And obviously, you know, the footwork is really important, especially when you're talking about no clinching. But the ropes and the no cages is another one that also forces uh, good footwork because there's nothing for you to back into a bounce off of. Mr. Sharon Rock, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Right now, is it only in Jacksonville, or are you guys touring? No, um, we've got other ones that we'll be announcing soon. Okay. Um, we have lo locked up in all different states. Um, Bare Knuckle is like the UFC in the early days where uh -huh. it was legal. Um, oh, I believe it was in Colorado, and then, of course, in North Carolina. And there was only like two or three states, and it started to unfold once they started seeing, you know, how popular it was getting. And I think Bare Knuckle is doing that now, where I think there's probably five or six states where Bare Knuckle is sanctioned. Uh, but I think if you look in the next year or two, it'll be sanctioned in almost all states. And question, is there a way to watch it online? Absolutely. You can stream it on our app, ValorBK.com. Okay. That was, that was my question. I'm stuck. Where are you getting these fighters from? <laughs> I, 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 it's MMA and boxing. boxing. He just told you. I know what boxing. he said. I'm I'm so stuck. You're, I feel like you're challenging the fighters. Like, I'm listening to you, and I'm seeing what your vision is in my head, but I'm a lot like you. Like, I was... I. My dad, growing up, my dad said the ropes were fire. We were not allowed to put our back against the ropes. So I never fought that way. I'm a come forward kind of fighter. I'm a stand in your face. I'm a pivot, step around kind of fighter. You're challenging the fighters now to not take steps back. Who are you finding that fights that <laughs> like that? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be very surprised on when someone steps in there and you tell them the rules on how easy they're able to adapt to, especially if they get time to train for it. We did tryouts. When we came in, we told the guys they couldn't touch the ropes and that mm. these are the rules and you can't clinch. And, you know, this last one we just did in Jacksonville, um, it was unbelievable because we, every single one of the guys that fought, we had five fights. None of them 
none of them broke the rules. Mm. So it was very good to see that people are starting to catch on because we've done six tryouts already. And so the word started to spread on the tryouts and how to succeed in these tryouts. Yeah. And so in this last we just had, man, we had nobody foul. So the word's getting out there. People are learning, hey, this is the way you have to fight when there are no ropes and there are no clinching. Yeah, I was going to ask that question. Is there some sort of tryout? Uh, is there something you want to plug in so that people can know how to do the tryout and things like that? Yeah, we use the advertising. But like I said, we've already done six. And um, this was to load up this this card that we had. We looked at a lot of local fighters, um, guys that have done bare knuckle, guys that haven't done bare knuckle, but they're boxers, guys that have been in MMA. Um, and so we're, it's a real mixed crowd, yeah. but they're most, except for our main event, semi-main event, um, most of them are all local because we wanted to get local guys. We want to be able to find those guys that are good. We want to build our own stars. Okay. I was going to, yeah, it's funny you says that because I was thinking outside of the boxing world, the MMA world, you said hockey, you got any football players coming in? You got any basketball players coming in? Any, any, yeah, any um, other sports? Yeah, you know, I from what my what I can see right now, we don't have. I think we have boxers. We have guys that have already had six or seven fights in bare knuckle. Yeah, and then we've got guys that that uh, came from MMA that are well established in their hands. Uh, that's their strength as a stand up. So it, it, when you see the card, and I've said this, I hand picked these guys. I literally did the tryouts and went out, and I hand picked and matched these guys. That's amazing. So I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I think the people that uh, actually go to the event and watch it on the streaming, you're going to see that uh, Valor has got some good fights coming up, and it's going to be a fun card to watch. I just got a couple more for you, Mr. Shamrock. Uh, weight classes. Talk to me about the weight classes. Yeah, we broke them down just like boxing. All the weight classes are broken down just like boxing. And we've got from heavyweight to lightweight on this card. So it's a maximum spread out. So like I said, I think we've done a really good job at being able to represent uh, a lot of weight classes. Obviously not a lot because, you know, in boxing, there's a, there's a hundred of them. But yeah. we've got probably seven or eight different weight classes um, out of these 12 fights um, that will represent on Valor. And is this a situation where it's to the death or is it like whoa, a point, whoa, whoa, is there a point system? Whoa. I should have said that. No. I should okay. Is it a situation where you got it was one guy laying down and then and then the fight's over, or is there a point system? How do you say it? I don't yeah, know how to so, say it. A knockdown. Just ask if it's a point system. Yeah, a a knockdown. Let, let me educate you a little bit right here. It's called bare knuckle. There are no rules. There are no cages. It's straight go. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Come on, don't co-sign that, kid. No, no, it's no, listen, we we we've got our there are some rules. Like I said, the no clinching is is a big one because again, we want people to fight. I know fighters want to fight. I mean, just think about yourself when you get somebody hurt. First thing they want to do is grab you, right? So you can't do that. You have you got to fight your way out of there or use your footwork, get on your horse, use your jab, get your spacing, and recover. But you can't grab that and you can't lay on the rope. So it really does, it forces that action and it really forces the guy to fight. And if you get hurt, man, you got to be able to get yourself out of that. You can't cheat to do it. So here, I'll rephrase it. How does <laughs> how, how does one get their hand raised at the end of this match outside of a well, knockout? Let me, let me, uh, when you box, right, it's usually yeah. it's scoring points with the lamp punches landed. Yeah. Um, who wins the rounds? Yeah. Or if you get a foul or a penalty. Yeah. So there's judges. I yeah. mean, literally, they're scoring each round. There are three rounds for 
you know, obviously non-title fights, but for the title fights, there's six rounds. So the judges will be um, sitting there at the, at the ballot circle and they will be judging each round on punches landed, uh, aggressiveness, that kind of stuff. And are these three minute rounds? Yeah, three three-minute rounds or nice. three six-minute rounds. Nice. Okay. Oh, and then great. one more time, how can everybody see this? I want I want as many people to tune in as possible. Your your app, the VBK yeah, app. .com. You can check it out on our app, or you can go there live in Jacksonville at the UNF, man. Be there. there. I'm telling you, watching it live is unbelievable. Hey, just want to give you a shout-out. You hired a hell of a promoter because he sold oh, yeah. the hell out of this. <laughs> I, I'm all in. I'll tell you that. I'm all in. Dude, uh, I'm just saying, the experience. I tell anybody, you're a boxing fan, you're an MMA fan, and when you look at it, when you first hear about it, I was the same way. When I heard, I saw, I was like, man, that is just garbage, right? But when I actually started watching it and understood what it took to be successful in it, I realized, oh, wait a minute, there's more skill involved in this than what I imagined. So I, I challenge anybody that has this feeling in them that this isn't something that's classy or real or it's just not a sport i challenge you to go watch it live or even on a, even if it's streaming watch it and then make your decision because what we do in valor is much different than what you're used to seeing well i, I, I got one more yes sir go ahead I'm, 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 I'm gonna take this back to my childhood i got a wrestling question have you ever applied the ankle lock too tight because <laughs> you know I, I you know people that don't watch wrestling say it's fake but at the end of the day, y'all still get injuries and stuff like that. But you ever remember applying it too tight? Somebody got backstage like, Kim, what the hell was you doing? <laughs> yeah, there's probably, I think, two times that I can remember where I'd actually put the ankle lock on. And because the guy was uneducated about the submission, <laughs> he tried to roll the wrong way. Oh. And popped his leg. So he came back there limping. Uh, but that wasn't on me. That was on, <laughs> I, I tried to tell these guys, don't try to roll or do something fancy. Because when I got it on there, you can't get out of it. It's not like a, a fake wrestling move. This is real. So don't roll out of it. But some of them didn't listen to me, and they tried to roll out of it into a counter, and they ended up hurting themselves. Yeah, he wasn't no actor. He was not no actor. They, hey, yeah, he, hey, he said, <laughs> it's not my fault. I had, I knew I was doing what I was doing. Mr. Shamrock, good luck. Uh... Uh, on, on, at your event yeah. this Friday coming uh, yeah. October 27th uh, the B the VBK app also Valor Boxing Knuckle uh, Bare Knuckle excuse me Valor Bare Knuckle dot com is where you guys can watch the fight and if you're in Jacksonville definitely check it out live Ken we love to have you on um, in the next week or so after this event just talk about it and talk about yeah. talk to you some more so we'd love for you to come into the studio as well yeah, I want. Hey, I, I I want to talk to you after this thing's over. You guys can kind of come at me a little bit. We can we can chop this up. Okay, perfect, okay, perfect, perfect. We'll talk to you later. All right, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Stay blessed. Yes, sir. All right, listen, Ant. Listen, people at home. We got Francis Ngannou and we got Tyson Fury this weekend in a boxing match. Yeah. What you think about that? But Davin, you got the boxer, one of the best of all time. All time. MMA fighter, one of the best of all times. All time. The problem is you're going to one of the guys that's an expert in it. I'm taking the home field advantage. Listen, that ain't our problem, right? That's it not my problem? Pro it ain't okay. their problem either. Your problem is you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app because you're a new customer. After you download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, you put in our promo code. TPWP. When you put in TPWP, you bet $5, you get $200 back in bonus bets. Instantly. All right? So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Enter our promo code. TPWP. Bet $5. Get $200 back in bonus bets. Instantly. If you're already signed up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app, all customers can still get in on the action with 
with a no sweat same game parlay or SGPX. Max wagering limits apply. Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou, this weekend where you need to be betting. DraftKings Sportsbook app. And we want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. Listen, in the world of boxing nowadays, something strange always happens. Yeah, that's the world we live in. So I brought us to a strange place, all right? So that we can lay down okay. this segment real quick. Strange for me, not for you. Exactly. As for the same for Francis Ngannou. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting in the ring this weekend with Tyson Fury. Yes, I'm worried for the man. Mm -hmm. uh, nonetheless, we've teamed up with DraftKings, and we want to thank them for sponsoring yeah. this segment. With that being said, talk to me about the betting odds so I can tell you what's going to happen so you know how to bet. All right, I'm bringing spirits up, Sean. I'm going to get you hyped. I'm already hyped. Francis is plus eighteen hundred by knockout. Thousand dollars win you nineteen thousand dollars. Nineteen thousand dollars. Listen, the the hundreds place then changed and the commas in the different place. So I really like that situation going on right there. I know you're a money making man. How you feel about that bet? Well, if you bet that, you're betting that Nganu comes in the ring and does something. Shocks the world. <laughs> yeah, you're going to shock yeah, the world. Yeah. I, you know, it's like I've said before, you got to bring that UFC world into the boxing ring. Mm -hmm. You can't leave that out and just think you can get in the ring. Mm -hmm. One of the greats of greats of generations uh -huh. of yeah. generations. You expect yeah. to just box your way to a victory. It yeah. ain't going to happen. If Francis does win this fight, however, I do expect it to be by a knockout. Okay. I think there's any other way Francis Ngannou is going to win this fight. And if you want to be a safe man, which I am, and a safe bet, I'm going Tyson Fury by knockout. Thousand dollars plus one sixty means you twenty six hundred dollars. I mean the number not as big. I noticed that that comma didn't really move as much as I wanted it to. But that's that's the bet you really do go with this yeah, weekend. Yeah. You know, you got some extra chat. You got you got some extra change laying around. Yeah, we want to use some of that extra change. Yeah, we want to yeah. throw that Francis's way. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think nonetheless, man, we really expect Tyson Fury to come into the ring, entertain us. Be fun to watch. Be electrifying. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to the ring walkout. But beyond that, I'm looking forward to a knockout by Tyson Fury. So you're saying Tyson Fury will protect this house? Tyson Fury will protect this house. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson Fury will protect this house. It's going to be a... I think this one's going to be fun to watch. Okay. Like I said, man, weird things have happened in the boxing world lately. Yeah. This is one of the weird ones that we will, I think, be entertained by. Uh -huh. And we'll, we'll accept it, you know? Tyson Fury has really fought himself into a position to command yeah. who he fights mm -hmm. and where he fights. This thing taking taking place in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? So... Very cool atmosphere. Uh, it's going to be a cool night of boxing. So what you want to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app in our promo code. TPWP. And when you do that, you bet $5, you get $200 back, bonus bets back instantly if you are a new subscriber. And we want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this segment. Man, Somebody almost... said, can I get Ken, Rock on your, Ken Shamrock on your show? I said, huh? That's what I said. Yeah, he said, can I get Ken, Rock, Ken Shamrock on your show? I said, hell yeah. Where, where, where he at? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right. So he lives out here, not out here in Vegas, but we're going to get him in here yeah. so we can get him in the studio. I hope you guys uh, appreciate having this legend on the Porterway yeah. Podcast. 
Um, that's the first of many, man. I'm yeah. looking that that right there is where I want to take this podcast, where we got some legends from, from everywhere coming on and just a... you know sharing what they've experienced. I was gonna ask him some stuff about the WWE. I'm gonna save it for when he's okay, in studio. Okay. We gonna have some. I more got. Comments, I had a bunch. So. I had a bunch. Yeah, we gonna, uh, we, we gotta bring our boy out here too. Who was that? The one that was, I got backstage. Uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, telling yeah. him he was coming on. I know, I know. Yeah. No, I told him. I told so, him. Uh, yeah, we got. <laughs> he gonna be on for that one. Yeah. All right. Cool. So. That's that. Um, you guys again, um, Valor Bare Knuckle. Um, I go ahead. I say it now that he ain't on the on the screen. I was see his. Uh, oh yeah, nah, he jacked. Man, he jacked. I, I, I'm I, not interested in Bare Knuckle. I was just about to say. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. That was one but, of my questions. But I want you guys. Is to, Sean to, to, to? Is uh, there an opening for Sean Porter? There's no opening. There's an opening for Sean Porter if they have a microphone ringside for me. So oh, okay. that's that's okay. what I'm. Oh, so you're interested in. in working? Yes, sir. Yes. But sir. it's a very it's violent sport. Violent. Can you deal with that violence? No, I cannot deal that's with that. Violence, I know so. it's weird. People think that's funny. That I wish you... I had a piece of paper because, and they say it every time over there in Australia. They know when the fighters come over to our side. I take some 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 of my papers, my notes, and I'm gonna put them up because I don't want no spit coming up on me. Oh. I don't want no blood coming up Soft. on me. And, and sure enough, if, if I'm watching bare knuckle and I see somebody, yeah, I might I might go to go call the nine one one myself. So of course, after you've been hitting people in your in life, yeah, and but for, I've always for, hit people with gloves. Let's see, what's because he's thirty said, years you've been hitting people. He said he started five years old. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's, you're violent. Very <laughs> listen. He said that they didn't took away the clinch. I'm oh like, yeah. I've hit guys before, and the bell rang, and I'm like, I literally said you lucky, and then just went back to went back to my corner. Like you lucky to get off a clinch. They taking that luck away, man. I don't know what that's gonna look like. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna take it, check it out Friday. See, see what see what we got going on. A lot there. of people want to be entertained, and mm-hmm. I think at the highest level, I don't think we should expect the highest level right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But bare knuckle at its highest level. With some real boxers, mm-hmm. like just hypothetically, and mm-hmm. you know, if my fight with with Terrence was was uh was bare knuckle, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if t- you know some of those no, fights no, no, where no, guys are no, really Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, bare knuckle, but no, 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 because we what my point, you will see any boxer going to be more technical and more yeah. and more tactical in a bare knuckle. Okay, and boxing is just like. We watch guys, and this is why we always say sparring don't mean nothing. We got headgear on. Yeah, we know yeah. we're not gonna get hurt. We're gonna do some things in sparring that we wouldn't really do in Chances. a fight. You know what I mean? Every now and then you get some fighters that do they who they is on sparring day is yeah. who they is on fight night. But most fighters are a little looser okay. because they feel a little more comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the same thing. We ain't got no, we both bare knuckle. We're gonna be a little bit more cautious, a little smarter. And a little more tactical with things like that, you know what I mean. So that's why I don't mind saying, you know, imagine me and then, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but um, overall, I'm, I'm interested because I think at the highest level, like that, that could actually yeah, this be some actually artwork. Could be something big and down the road. Could be some artwork at the highest level. I'm sparring stir- stories. You ever spar somebody and they hit you with something with with hair gear on? You like, oh shit! If I wouldn't have hair gear on, when I went over to the Philippines and I sparred with Manny. Oh. I was like, he ain't all that. Like, he cool. Okay, but then. Bruh, we came back to the States and he had about two more weeks for oh, his when fight. He was peaking. Bruh, he was. Peak, I didn't understand peak, peaking. Peak week, okay. I didn't understand okay. peak week back then. Okay, so. That dude hit me with something. And you know how on, on the cartoons when they hit the bell and the, and the bell shake. <laughs> <laughs> he hit me with something. And my whole body, his whole body shook like this. 
I backed up, moved, kept my composure, and I said, oh, he ready now. Fight week. <laughs> he he ready that? now. What was that Miguel Cotto? That was uh, Shane. Oh, why didn't you tell me? No, 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 that was, that was Miguel Cotto. Oh, why didn't you yeah. warn Miguel? <laughs> the <laughs> woman was coming. <laughs> hey, bro, listen. Listen. But I was still nervous for him against Miguel because I, I just uh, yeah, you knew who Miguel, Miguel Cotto yeah. was. Yeah. But once he got once it was time for Shane, it was like you knew you knew Manny was gonna handle it. You know, I did that camp with Manny as well. And you know, he one of the one of the few guys that have actually like rung my bell and sparring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let's get to real quick, let's do Catterall. And did you did you watch the fight? I mean, I know. Yeah, underwhelming. Underwhelming. Shout out to uh, Jose Linares. Yeah. Hell, uh, is it Jose? Jorge. Oh, my, Jorge. Jorge. Yeah. Okay. My, my, my. George. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, Linares. <laughs> Jorge Linares. First off, hell of a career. Yeah. Every time he got in the ring, you know he's gonna give everything he yeah. got. But you but, can uh, see it's like. Yeah. But last night that was that was probably it for my now man. You're just forcing. If you get back in the ring, yeah. You're just forcing it. Yeah. yeah. It was underwhelming. Couple years earlier, this is a great fight. Yeah, but this was underwhelming. Uh, Catterall did what he had to do, got the win. Uh, called out Josh Taylor. I, I don't. That. Am I still? Do I still want that fight? Because I was trying to ask myself that, and myself said no. <laughs> after after To performance versus Josh Taylor. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Obviously, we know how they went down when they fought before. It was a. Yeah. Uh, close fight. Some people say robbery. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess them two back in the ring styles. It could set up for. Great night of boxing, but yeah. uh, they both gave me on performances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Carroll. I mean, he he took control, but it, you know he's fighting the older gentleman there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just I think when you when you've been around the fight game the way that certainly I have, but you have been recently yeah. where we see like literal flashes of greatness. It's like once you that's a digression. You know, from the the from the, mm. the the greatness that we've seen in these super electric moves and 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 out and performances and things like that to go back to just a good performance is like it feels like less. Yeah, it was a good work night for Catterall, but mm -hmm. it just seemed like less. You know what I mean? So I mean, again, you you asking the question: Do we want to see Catterall and 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 um, Josh Taylor. Taylor? And it's like. Well, we saw who Josh was. I'm not. I don't want to say that's who he is now, but yeah. we saw who he was when they fought the first time. It was like I actually thought that Jack won the fight. You yeah, know what I mean? a lot of people did. Um, and it was just an okay fight from both guys. You mm -hmm. know, we don't really want to digress to that kind of fight. You know, huh? so, um, but what, for what? them over there making their money yeah. and things like that, That'll it do probably numbers. makes sense. It yeah. probably makes sense for them over there in the UK. But well, speaking so. of. Uh, I want to talk about when we turn it up. You want to turn it up a little bit? Turn, get it. turn it up, turn it up. Turn Shout out to my man Scrappy. Is it Ramirez? Ramirez. No, no, no. His name is not Scrappy Ramirez. His name is John. Oh, yeah, because you... Yeah. I, what I said? Yeah. You don't, you don't go from Scrappy to John. You know? Hey, John, John wasn't tough enough. Yeah, John. John don't match his style. No. So My Scrappy, man yeah. explosive. Yeah. I was entertained watching that one. I was trying to, when I was watching, I was trying to think of who he reminds me of. He the doesn't tank. I couldn't really you but it ain't polished. But tank it, is yeah. polished. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he still got some ways to go. But, but I don't I didn't see tank, because of course tank came to my yeah, mind. I didn't yeah. see tank. It's just, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's John. <laughs> okay. But I was hey, my man, the way he was when he got going, I mean he got going early, but yeah. 
the the way he said it's so and his defense is nice. Yeah, like he getting shit off and then bringing it right back. Yeah, getting shit off, bringing it right back. Yeah, like that. I love that. And then the work rate, man, just the the power, super fly weight. What is that? One twenty six? No, one twenty two? No, they keep going. One eighteen? Yeah, it's one eighteen. Oh, okay, okay. I know there was a little. <laughs> All right. Um, I told her I was gonna do the shout out to my wife because uh-huh. I'm watching the fight. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna have to tell you because you ain't gonna know what I was. I always say you guys gotta keep going. Guys, stop. The yeah, guy, the yeah I, I, there. I watch you fight with you. You're like, yeah. what you doing? Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because so that's what you would do. In my mind, I'm watching. We watching it together, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, you just gotta keep going. Just keep. so then he got the stoppage, right? And I'm thinking to myself, you just gotta keep going. And my wife, she's like, you just gotta keep going. I said, you heard me say that before. She said, no. I mean, it makes sense. He sh- he shouldn't have stopped, and he didn't, and he got the knockout. Guys just gotta keep going, and that's a prime example right there. And also Giovanni too. Last night that yeah. boy just kept yeah. going. Yeah, it wasn't no stopping Giovanni. It wasn't no stopping him. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get results when you keep going, y'all. For y'all fighters out there that watch this show, when you get when you find it, keep going. Work your defense and keep going. You're right. I thought that Scrappy would look really sharp last night. He, he looked strong last night and, uh-huh. and like you said explosive I don't think he is I think that um, he looked a little robotic to me mm-hmm. a little stiff in the upper body to me um, but I mean now you nit- I'm kind of nitpicking you know but when you're talking about the elite it's been, even at 118 those guys they can they can they can will and deal it you know what I mean so you're right. Like he was punching the hands coming right back, but there wasn't. I didn't see no rolling, no, no yeah, none of that. Yeah. We didn't. He didn't need it this fight. You know what I mean? But, but as he moves forward, those are the kind of things he's gonna need against fighters that's gonna throw back and all that kind of stuff. But okay, I mean, he the dude got a name. He put he put the super fly on notice. He got a face. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and he got a he got a he got a line. His his line too is something. Did you see that? Like oh, no. his yeah, I. Why you always got to rig up extra? Just go ahead and go. <laughs> Jesus, why you always No, I was worried for him. I don't know. Because I'm 36 and my hair ain't receding. I don't know what's going to happen to him. Never know. In another seven, eight years. Right? What, he's 27? He's 27. Ish, yeah. Yeah, so he, he getting it done, Sean. Yeah, I mean, yeah nah, he getting it done. He ain't got it. Anyway, has gone, so the division's open. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, has gone, but... uh. Yeah, I like what I seen. A lot. It was funny, before I uh, seen the fight, I seen Twitter going off, Instagram going off about him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. All right, so I watch him. I'm like, okay, okay. He got a face and he got a name. They yeah. Like what he doing? Yeah. They like what he doing? Got to get that guy on the show. See if he got the if he got the uh, the talk. Can he talk that talk? Yeah, I got to get him. We got to yeah, get him on. Get him I wanted on to get him on today, but it didn't happen. Hopefully next week we'll get yeah. him on. But definitely one of those kind of guys. A lot like Tank and a lot mm-hmm. like Ryan Garcia. Fighter had never even had a belt. It has a big name yeah, yeah, yeah. in facing boxing, scrappy. I, I I don't think a lot of fight. I think most fighters would rather have the belt than yeah. have that 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 recognition. But I think scrappy is one of the fighters that's going. For, I, they are they are going for both. But I think that he's one of the fighters that he loves what's happening outside the ring. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to do everything he can do inside the ring too. And when he fights for the world title, he got to come out the little scrappy or John Wick. <laughs> one or two. What's John Wick? His name's John. Uh, That's uh, the baddest John I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think another John that 
John Wayne whoops my ass. You shout out to John Wick. You watched all four of those? Nah, man. No, I'm down. It's the same thing. I mean, you... <laughs> nah, I'm I was watching How many times I'm going to watch it? I was watching the fourth one on my way down straight. I said, why am I watching this? Yeah, how many times I'm going to watch it, man? Whooping ass. Shout out to, 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 to Keanu, though, yeah, man. That's my to guy. Keanu, man. He's done some great things in the, in, yeah. in the movie world, the movie industry. Yeah, uh, I think... Is that all we got for today? I think that might be all we got. I think our, our boy uh, Foster fight next week. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, he's defending, fine defending the uh, titles. Yeah, man. The title. So that should be fun. Uh, Damn, it's been months since we had him on the show. Yeah, it's been, it's, yeah, it's been a while. Damn. This might be the first one. Uh, got some big fights getting announced. Uh, is Keith Thurman and Danny Garcia is all that official? Yes, for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, we get, well, we got uh, next month. We got uh, what's his name, Shakira Stevenson. Yeah, right here in Vegas. Yes, F one weekend. That's mm-hmm. gonna be crazy on the strip. Uh, I like. I think he'll work the guy. Do we got to do? Uh, what else we got coming down the pipe in two weeks? We got. Uh, I don't know if this is boxing, but we got Tyson Fury. If you're a betting person, is that next week? Two next weeks. Week. Yeah, two next week. week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah, next week coming, coming up. Fury. Fury and Ganus uh, on the 28th. This, this, this Saturday. This week, yeah. yeah, this so, Saturday. I'm sure if you guys got have a dollar, seen the ads Bet everything by now. you got. So. <laughs> bet everything you got on that fight. I mean, everything. On what? Tyson Fury. Ain't no other, ain't nobody in another world that don't box going to beat the greatest heavyweight of this generation right now. He is the greatest heavyweight of this generation. Our, one of our best ones, Deontay Wilder, can't do nothing with him. I don't think Ninganu. I don't, I don't know much about him. I just um, I don't give him no. Yeah, I'm just not sure he can get that job done. I know he's been That's working with Mike pass. Tyson, and that was a big part of the lead up to this fight. Was um, you would think that a Mike Tyson style is the kind of style that you need to beat someone like Tyson Fury? But if you go all the way back to what I said at the beginning of this of this show. We train different now. Mm-hmm. The way that Smoke and Joe trained when he was beating Muhammad Ali and the, and the host of those other guys, the way that Mike Tyson trained when he was working the way that he worked, you know, it takes a lot to maintain that, maintain that kind of uh, stamina, endurance, and intensity. And taking Tyson Fury punches. Yeah. And and you got to leave and take on top of all that. I just don't think that uh, Ninganu can 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 overnight. And of course, it's not overnight. But for the sake of words, man, overnight. I don't think you can overnight uh, learn a Mike Tyson yeah. type of style. I think that's that's what he coming to the ring with. Yeah. What 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 else would you ask Tyson to be there for? You know, outside of of course selling tickets. But yeah, Tyson, give us five rounds of entertainment. Yeah, and then go ahead and clean him up. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do because. I mean, if you fought somebody like that, do you, obviously you entertain, but if he like hit you with something, you, you all right, this is done. Lights out. Well, we, I mean, we saw it with, with Mayweather and, um, yeah. and, and McGregor, you know? Yeah. I remember being there and for like four rounds, every, like the first two rounds, we looking around like, yeah, he down, he down. And then after like four or five rounds, everybody like, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? He got, it. it took like six, seven rounds for the fighters to calm down and realize that he set him up. To what you just yeah. said, like I'm gonna let you get this off, but eventually I'm going to ignite and do what I got to do. And you know, I think the same thing goes for this fight. I'm, I don't think that Nagano is big enough, smart enough, strong enough, athletic enough, fast enough to listen. It's not goes the on. MMA. It's not the MMA. But to that point, okay, 
I, I encourage moving forward. I know it's too late for him, but MMA fighters, UFC guys, you guys coming into the boxing ring going against a boxer, bring that MMA shit with you. Slamming? Because that's what you're going to need. It ain't the slamming. It's oh. the wild, the unorthodox, the crazy punches that we don't expect because we're so used to the ones and the twos, the threes and the fours. They come to our world trying to one, two, three, four us. Yeah, we've been doing, that's what we've been doing all. Yeah, yeah. you got a one, eight, nine, ten us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, um, uh, what's the dude that fought Floyd that threw him everywhere? Madonna. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marcus Madonna. Yeah. It was it was a a overhand right. What number? What, what number that's coming in at? Man, that was a seven. <laughs> that was a seven. He kept throwing it. He threw the seven all night. Yeah, you MMA, come on in here. Come come throw that throw that number seven. Don't throw nothing else with the seven. The seven mm. might get the job done. Listen, y'all, I turned 36 this, this week. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, uh, bro. Uh didn't see this man one time during my birthday. Oh, I told um, you why though. I, uh, I didn't want to challenge. First time he told me happy birthday. Uh <laughs> no, I just told you happy birthday in a text. Man, I don't count for you. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I don't count for you. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I had a great week though. Uh thank everybody for for the birthday wishes. Um, we did Monday Night Football on Monday. Had some friends come over for that. Um, Tuesday, of course, we did the podcast. You didn't tell me happy birthday then. You had prime opportunity live oh, yeah, for everybody yeah, to yeah. do it. I, yeah. Uh, that's just, you know, for next year. Maybe, uh, maybe you'll make it happen. Oh, yeah. Wednesday, we did the go-karts. The go-karts, you know, I'll always win that. So. Oh, you went out to the desert? No, nah, we didn't. Oh, we I thought you was doing that one. No, no, no. no. We got to do that. Yes, that's, that's the next live that we do here. We'll be out in the okay. desert on that. December night. Um Thursday we did hibachi in the backyard. Okay. Did some ping pong in the front yard. No, no, that. no cops call? No, no, no. Okay, because last time they called the cops on us. Max showed up late, so I shut down the kid karaoke. He showed up late. But it was all good. And then um Friday spent the whole day with my wife. That's nice. Um and I mean Friday was was a great day. At the end of the day, I said, I said, my best birthdays I have spent with you. Mm-hmm. And she said, "Well, that's good." I said, "Nah, I gotta, I gotta top that. Nah, like I gotta do something to top that." I don't know why my mind works that way, but it does. My best birthday is not with a woman. I was supposed to be at the Colts game today against the Browns. Oh yeah, what happened? You did text and say, "You know, I canceled my trip." Just think, just life happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. We gonna get, we gonna get tomorrow into it. You'll be at the next Browns game. Listen, um, I got. A gift for y'all. Well, hopefully y'all consider it a gift. My mother, for y'all that don't know, she's a great singer. Um, Sings to me every year for my birthday. Um, Along with that, the motivational message for this week is just to keep your family close to you. Um, My mother, actually, between between the Charlo fight, Charlo and, um, and Canelo fight, all the way up until I came back from Australia, my mom spent three weeks out here. Doing some things for me, helping me with some things, helping me with the family. We had a lot going on. Keep your family close to you. Um, y'all probably, if y'all don't know my mama, y'all don't see, y'all never seen her before. You know what I mean? Y'all so used to seeing my dad, y'all don't know that the, the family's big. You know, and that's one thing that I, I've always prided myself on is my is having my family close to me. You know, so keep the ones that you love close to you. Um, it goes beyond not knowing what day is going to be the last day. And it goes into making sure that you spend the best days of your life with those that you love. Um, dig uh, Pooh Bear, Adonai, he's three years old. I still put him on my shoulders. 
And she, my wife told me just yesterday, you need to get out of the habit of doing that. I said, no. I'll be doing that until he's 20. I'm going to keep him on my shoulders uh, uh, until he's 13. And when he graduates high school, put him on your shoulders. I tell he, you ain't going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I might be able to. You not. You might be on your son's shoulders when he graduates high school. When he graduates middle school, nonetheless. But but no, honestly, though, the, the motivational message this week is just to keep... Close friends, close family, those yeah. that you love and those that love you. Keep that kind of energy around you and keep all that. It's that that becomes the protective shield for any anything that can upset your heart, upset your spirit, upset you physically, anything like that. Those close to you, that love is that protective shield. Keep that protective shield around you. And we will leave you with this audio by my mother. And this is The Porter Way. Happy birthday, Ruby. Happy birthday, Ruby. Continue to be the man we all know you to be. So here's to you. I love you, I do. So happy birthday, dear Ruby. Happy birthday, baby. Happy hey, birthday, Wooby. <laughs> Why are you going to mess up the moment? I don't care. You, you, uh, you're you done. This is the point away. You're done. You shouldn't have, you have, should not have let that out. Remind myself for next week. <laughs> you just ruined just you. You will never know what my mama called me. Never. Oh, I will. I, you I, will. I will. I will. I'll find it out. I'll find it out. This is the point away. <laughs> <laughs>